This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. So all-encompassing, yet very specific. These are good words uh, to work with, and we work with words, don't we? Let's turn over to um, uh, Jeremiah 29th chapter, and <clears throat> again, simply remind ourselves of some things. Uh, this is, you know, the, this quotation probably hangs on more Christian walls, it's on more Christian cards. It finds itself imprinted. It's, it's, a, uh, it's, it's just a, a warming thought. Uh, but there's so much, it's a powerful power thing when God says, I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper you. Now, now just the word prosper, uh, when it comes over God's, from, from when it comes over God's lips, through his understanding, it's a powerful, powerful thing. The, the empowerment for us to uh, produce, to become fruitful, in that word prosper, uh, the, God has impregnated that word with supernatural power. There's a, there's a, not just a natural. See, we can produce things in the natural with, with talents and abilities, intelligence, all of these things. But, but God doesn't just limit, uh, limit that, us to the natural. One of the things about being born again is we're awakened to the spiritual, which is absolutely supernatural. It's super. Natural, super, super, super. Amen. Now, what what would be the sense of you know rather than because a lot of times we don't know anything about that, so we're scared of that. You know, you talk to people about the Holy Ghost. A ghost now. Whoa, wait a minute now. Ghost now. We don't deal with no ghost. I don't care if a ghost is holy. What you call a ghost? I'm familiar with Casper. He was friendly. But now, I really don't like ghosts. You know, Mama and them said there was a ghost down yonder. Now, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we, tend to, we tend to, you know, to go like this to things that, that we're not knowledgeable about, that we don't know. You ever considered that not knowing is a whole lot more stressful than doing what it takes to know? Because when we know, there's peace. Followed by joy. When, is it right for us to know? Oh, absolutely. The Bible says, you know, be filled with the knowledge of God's will. With knowing what God's will is for your life. Well, this is it right here. This is the master's master plan. If, if, if you would pardon... Uh, uh, me simplifying it down to this is the script. 
Just read the script. It has all of the details of what to say, what to do, how to act it out. Oh, that was good whether you know it or not. Just follow the script for your life. And it'll all play out just the way God planned it. Amen. How many of you know he's the, he, he is the, uh, uh, the greatest director? Amen. Well, he provided the script. Moving right along here. Um, oh, he wants us to know. Jeremiah 29 in this. He... He, uh, and and we're entitling this, still continuing line, along the line of, you know, I know a title is supposed to be, you know, a tagline, just something that catches people's attention, thing that pulls people in. But, you know, uh, but honestly, uh, beyond that, um, you know, having the plan in hand. Having the plan in hand, amen, uh, is uh, paramount to success. Does God want us to be successful? Well, the blessing empowers us to succeed beyond our natural abilities. But it's an empowerment to succeed. The blessing of God. What he spoke over us, he... He empowered us with those words when he said, be fruitful, see. Uh, and, and what was that? It was to, it was to take, uh, you know, everything that God, the, the setting that they were in, the Garden of Eden, and propagate that all over, fill the whole earth with it. Fill the whole earth, working with God with what God had done. What God had established, amen, given us to work with. Same thing in our lives, you know. We, we've got a whole lot more. Oh, Lord Jesus. We've taught a lot. Uh, probably not as much as we need to or hopefully as much as we're going to. And I thank Jesus uh, for bringing this up. If, if seeing the seed, see the seed. He blessed them and then he said, see the seed. Because, boy, if you can see the seed and, know, and have some knowledge about the process, and some knowledge about what to do with seed, if you can see the seed, it's everything you need. Everything. Jesus didn't say it one time. I don't know how many times it'd be probably good to go through and count it just in his fund when he really started uh, teaching with the purpose of training. Um, boy, he talked about the kingdom and the seed. The kingdom and the seed. Why? Trying to get them to see the seed. Well, this, this word... He said it. I mean, he, he, he absolutely clarified it down the place. He said, the, he said, the seed is the word of God. 
The seed contains the DNA of everyone and everything. How God wanted it. He, he put his blueprint. The fancy word DNA today. It's a blueprint. It's the blueprint of who we are. And how we are. Everything. And everything in life has the DNA. Every living thing has a DNA. Everybody say, see the seed. Oh, you ought to write that down and just put that up in front of you because I'll tell you what, the, the over, your success in going forward, there's going to be God focusing in on that and helping us with that, but always directing us towards that, seeing the seed. There's a man that can see the seed, a woman that can walk into any situation, Walk into any circumstance and see the seed. Because the seed has always been, it's already been provided. It's always there. Somewhere there's a seed. And it's that seed that I need that's going to turn all this around. Oh, glory be to God. I should go home now and have me just a fit in the backyard. All right. He said this. Uh... He said uh, in Jeremiah uh, 29, 11, I know what I'm doing. You know, you can trust God. He knows what he's doing. Now listen, how does he know what he's doing? He said, I've got it all planned out. Everybody say, all planned out. Imagine a life that's all planned out. Well, what if something goes wrong? Another translation, he said, I know the plans. There, there, there's an S on there, so there's a, a plural. There's more than one. Amen. There's more than one way to get there. Sometimes you've got to go over. Sometimes you've got to go around. Sometimes you've got to go through. But there's a way. And where there's a will, there's a way. Old folks used to say, my dad always say, where there's a will, there's a way. He'd apply that so many times in life. You know, we'd look at stuff. <laughs> Jesus, man, I'd say, you know. I mean, we're at a disadvantage here. And he goes, no, where there's a will, there's a way. And that is the supreme advantage because in God you can if you will. And here's the thing. God's will will put a can in your situation, an ability. God's will, His Word, has the ability within itself. It's impossible that the Scripture can, uh, uh, it cannot be broken. It, it has self-fulfillingness within itself. It's got the DNA of God in it. What God wants, God's blueprints, God's plans, God's provision, God's purpose, all of it's in that seed of the word which is the, always the will of God that will reveal the way of God I'm not talking too fast or too deep for you am I? alright all of that say this he said I've got it all planned out would that include your life? all of it? now hold on now God I'm just used to jumping and running I'm under the gun and on the run well who's going to yonder and why are you running? I'm going to help you. Most of the mistakes 
of my life. Probably 99.9% of the mistakes in my life have not been, quote, a lack of faith, but the lack of patience. To slow it down enough for God to break it down for me to learn it so I could know it. I'm going to tell you something. You get it. Don't take very much to get caught up in the chaos and the confusion, which is just a whirlwind. Just a whirlwind. We, we really, we really uh, tend to overload our own lives, and then it leads to overthinking. It leads to. <clears throat> oh, God says. I've got it all planned out. What would a life like that look like? Well, you know, if you look in the book, it'll give you some uh, some big picture stuff. It'll also give you some details. But also remember that this book, everything that you see out here, everything that you see, there's an example of success, of the God kind of good success out here. Don't be jealous of of folks that are a little that are a little further up the hill or a little further along, you know, have a little a little more measure of God than you do. Get in that line. Follow success. Amen. You get of course you gotta give up being the big cheese. Always gotta be the big fish in a little pond to make ourselves feel better, we have to get around folks that, 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 you know, quote, we think are less or have less or all that than ourselves. You can make that your life and you can make that your ministry, you know. Or, you, you know, one of the reasons why some people say, well, I just don't understand why you can't just be satisfied. Well, here's the thing. Satis- we're not here to be satisfied. Being self-satisfied is a fool. The fool is self-satisfied. Amen. The guard against self is that God will always say, you know, God is always enlarging and expanding our lives. Because you're capable of a whole lot more. You were created capable of a whole lot more than what we settle for. Because we look for comfort. If my plan is to only just be comfortable and not have no problems, we can, you know, we'll get you horizontal and get you where you need to go. Amen. We'll plant your physical house and you'll be in heaven. You'll get up there and surprise, surprise, you're going to work. There's not just works for you here on earth. There's works forever in heaven. Praise the Lord, everybody. All right. He's got it all planned out. Uh, Well, obviously. You know, God intertwines, uh, he says, his thoughts. He interchanges the word, my thoughts and my plans. My thoughts and my plans. So how do plans come to us? How would God's plans come to us? Well, he would plant his plans with the seed of his thoughts. Hmm? 
He would, be, he would be very general with some of those things, but he would absolutely be very specific as well. And, and he delights in that. You know, he created you so different from everybody else. Amen. It's funny when you get around people. I, I love to hear people, you know, when they talk about, said, you know, man, I'll tell you what now. Uh, <laughs> we were... We were uh, with some folks fellowship, and then, and uh, uh, you know, and they were talking about what they liked and didn't like for food, and it was amazing, you know. Uh, I mean, you know, very very strong about. I don't like that now. I'll tell you what. Now that that right there, I don't like that at all. And somebody else be sitting there. Well, what's wrong with you? I love that. I just love that. That's my favorite food. He goes, that's the worst thing I've ever heard in my mouth in my life. <laughs> Amen. Isn't that, you know, rather than, you know, think, you know, well, you're probably going to hell for that, buddy. <laughs> I mean, you could jump on that and ride that horse to death, couldn't you? But it's kind of like, you know, delight it. Say, it, God, you are so... Unique and wonderful. You created all of this stuff. And it's okay if I prefer this over that. It's all right if this is my favorite. It's all right if this is the thing that just turns my crank. And that thing over there don't do nothing for me at all. But now somebody else can appreciate that. Because you made that just for them. To show them how good you are. And show your glory in and through that thing. The Bible says that the whole earth is filled with his glory. And it says it shall be filled with his glory. Is that a contradictory statement? No. God said, I put it all here. I I made it and created it all for you. See, it's already here, the potential of it. You know, somebody can take dirt and dust and make all this stuff out of it. Amen. I mean, just take old red... Red dirt clay out there and put old cotton seed in the ground. Grow up a plant and take that cotton and make the most beautiful wedding dress you ever saw in your life. It's all there if you can see the seed. But we've been made in the image and likeness. Listen, uh, you know, that's why retirement's not in the Bible. Re- the word retire's not there. Retirement's not there. And I'll tell you why. Because as long as you're breathing, you can create. You're made to create. You stop living when you stop creating. Amen? Listening, hanging out with the Creator, you're going to appreciate His creation and what's already here. Listen, the Bible says faith. By faith we understand this. We understand by faith that everything you see was not made with something that you see. It came from the seed of the spiritual, you know, cre- it, the, the, the creation came from the creator who had a thought out of a desire. And he followed it through and made everything you see. That'll preach a while. That'll stay a while. That'll get us to thinking. Amen. Well, the first exercise in that here is understand God knows. He said, you were created in Christ Jesus on two good works that you should walk in them. When we stand in front of God, it won't be, 
it, it, it won't be the measurement of what we thought we need to do. It'll be measured against, he said, and I created you this. Why didn't you, why didn't you recreate that here on the earth in the natural realm? Why didn't you walk in those things that you were created for? Amen. And you're not created to be the, at the bottom. You're created to live life at the top. You're not, you're not created to struggle with poverty. You're created to participate and to, listen, in, a, in such a prosperity that the world looks on you with envy. We're, we're, the, we're the people that are, are supposed to have the witty inventions. All these things. Too much to talk about tonight. But anyway, I, I, I really just want to whet your appetite. reason why this is one of my favorite times of years because I, 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 I you know... I've learned this, that it's important to have some sort of a plan. Maybe if you, you know, you, you know, now God's got it all planned out down to detail. And if you'll, if you'll take the time, and it takes some time. It does take some time. Well, you've got to turn some other things off. You gotta turn some folks off. You gotta turn the busyness. You gotta turn the volume thing way down. See? And and be listening to God. Be looking for God. I don't just listen for God, I'm gonna look for God. Because the Creator has is saying something in everything that He's created. Amen. We really need to learn that God uh uh you know, is a God that develops desire in our life. That we'll follow through with desire. You know, I don't know. I just want one. You, a lot of folks wouldn't even think, well, I don't need one. They're completely dismissive. And it's like, you know, that's a God doesn't need. God does not work with need. If he did, there'd be no need in the world. If God was just moved by need, there'd be no need in the world. Because he'd meet it. He doesn't move with need. Are you listening? He moves by desire. What he'll do is put a desire in somebody to create something that will fix that problem and, and be a solution to that problem and meet that need. And that's your pay grade. Well, uh, Let's go down. Remember, he said, when you want this, he goes, when you come to me, he goes, I want you to come with an expectancy and I want you to come with a desire. When you want this more than you want anything else, when you want to know my will and my way for you, my plan for you, my master plan and all the plans that are included in that. Because our life is much bigger than just one little old thing, ain't it? Isn't that right? I mean, about the time, you know, I'll get up uh, and, and have a plan for my day. And here comes, you know, other things that, that, you know, my dreams and plans are intersecting, aren't they? Amen. There's what I planned, then there's what Sandy's planned. 
Then there's what the little dog has planned. Then there's what the neighbors have planned. The horses have a plan. The hogs have a plan. The cow's got a plan. God's got a plan. Oh, they're plans. Amen. Sometimes you get down to 280 and somebody has planned to be where they are at. They're late, so they run the yellow light. The devil planned for you to be in the middle of the intersection because you're preoccupied and stressed that you've got to get there just as bad as they do. Oh, I don't have to get there that bad. I just got to get there. Amen. All right. And, you know, it's interesting. I keep a, uh, I keep a little notebook uh, in my truck where and a pen where if I get a God thought I capture it a lot of people don't capture their thoughts their their thoughts are just little flittering birds that go by and drop something from one end or the other you use your own imagination where that's concerned <laughs> but honestly you know I mean if you never get used to if you never get, aren't you glad that David captured God's thoughts and wrote them down for us? Aren't you glad that he trained his son Solomon to do that? Aren't you glad that, glad that every uh, person that had played a major role in getting God's plans here in physical form in the earth for you and I to be able to, to see them and then to run with them they, they learn to capture those invisible thoughts and bring them into a visible realm by writing them down. Let's, let's turn over to Habakkuk, the second chapter. Is this, am I helping you? Can you follow the track here? You know, it's not just, you know, something that, that uh, uh, you know, uh, it is optional, but I'm going to tell you what. It's not optional if you're going to be successful. Even, uh, you know, uh, even people that are not saved. I mean, statistics have simply shown this, that, that over 85% of people uh, have no have no plan in hand they, they they don't write you know they they don't capture their thoughts they just under the gun and on the run taking it as it comes just in the in the swirl of chaos and confusion doesn't mean they don't doesn't mean that they that those things are not available because God's always speaking the bible says wisdom cries out at the intersections at the intersection, the busy intersections of life, wisdom's calling out. Say, how long are you going to stay simple and just, you know, busy, 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 busy? When, when are you going to come and let me hand this life out to you that's far superior to the one you're engaged in right now? Just natural things. Do your homework. It's over there. It's in, you know, first, first chapter of Proverbs. Well, in Habakkuk, what does it say over there? It says, second chapter, uh, one, verse 1 and 2 and 3 down there. It says, uh, it's talking about writing the vision. Getting in front of God, looking to see what he's saying. See, because God doesn't just tell us, you know, he'll, uh, 
There are word seeds, but then there, let me tell you something, there are works uh, that, are, that are harvest for our life. There's an image of that, not just on the, it, there's a lot of stuff that was, that, do you realize how privileged we are to live in the, the uh, day that we live in? I mean, if you want to know, you can know. In any realm, spiritually or naturally. I mean, knowledge has, is run swiftly. It's increased in the earth. Isn't that right? It, God has enlarged and expanded out of his own self, created, I mean, everything you see. It's all yours. It's, it was made for you to do the work that he called you to do. So to sit down, you know, to just sit down and just say, God, I don't know how. God, I can't see how. God, I can't imagine anything other than this. Well, you know, uh, he's not insulted with that, but he's kind of like, you know, really? I mean, really? Are you satisfied with just this little small space and looking at these little... Four walls, get out there and let me show you out of creation. This is a Bible principle. Abram, God had called him to walk in something he was incapable of walking in in the natural. Amen. Yet the promise promise was absolutely astounding, supernatural. God didn't just say, I'm going to give you a son. He said, I'm going to make you the father of many nations. Well, you know, there came a tipping point in that. Where See how God works. Where Abram was sitting in his tent, and he's depressed, and he said, he said, God, he goes, you haven't done this at all. Well, interesting, we'll never look at us, we'll always blame God. He goes, you haven't done this at all. He goes, near as I can figure out, my servant is going to have to be the heir here. And God said, now wait just a minute now. You're looking at this wrong. I need you to get outside so that I can show you out of what I've already created. I want to show you what I'm going to create for you. Because I've already done this. I'm going to show you how I enlarge and I expand and I, and I give increase. See? And he said, if he goes, I'm going to give you another picture out of natural things for you to look at. I'm going to show you some naturals how the spiritual thing is going to happen for your life. Come on now. I'm preaching real good whether you know it or not here. Well, if I just sit down in my littleness, in my smallness, and focus on that, when God's saying, I need you to get outside of that, I need you to come, I need you to just to follow me, and I want to show you out of my creation how large I am. You know, Jesus said this, he goes, you know, I don't, he goes, I don't ever measure, this is the message, by the way, he goes, I don't ever measure he said the greatness of God out of the, out of the limitedness of the smallness of my own experience. Hallelujah. Oh, I like that. Amen. You want to get to our 
Go somewhere where they got a bunch of them. Go look at them. Go see what's available. I made them all. One of them, a hundred of them. Don't matter to me. What you want? Somebody got you. Somebody just choked right there. They go. Oh, why would anybody? I mean, Lord Jesus, ZZ Top don't even know how many he got. The Reverend don't even know how many he's got. He's got warehouses for him. He said, how many he got? He goes, I don't know. Last time I counted, it was over 400 in this one spot. Is that okay? <gasps> no, that's greed. Maybe it's just growth. Boy's pretty doggone good with him. Last I knew, God didn't say, you know what, that boy down there got too much. I think I'm just going to burn all them guitars up and send him to hell just for wanting so many guitars. I'm going to zap that boy. No, God looks at him and says, Zizi, son, are you having fun? You're going to give me the glory for it. It'll be even better, son. You can have as many as you want. I've got a billion of them. And if that's not enough, I'll make a billion more. We don't, we don't, the greatness of our God. Not just the goodness, listen, but the greatness of our God. But see, we got to start where we're at, don't we? Amen. Because if you just got a styrofoam beggar's cup, you know, the next step up is to get a picture. Just get a bigger picture. Amen. You're not going to jump from a dollar to a billion. But billion's still out there. Can you see Abraham? <clears throat> we're, talking about, we're talking about the will and the way of God, the plans of God. That Abraham, God had to show him a big picture. But Abraham only had one son. Just one. He only had one. Just one. But he could see the seed. Because if God can get you one, if God can get you to manifest one, oh, I'm sure he'd, they, he'd lay out there with little Isaac and he'd go, look up there. Oh, son, we're part of something so great and so grand. And someday that God's going to fill the whole earth and heaven. And the heavens. Because we believed him. Believe God. Son, believe God. He's a great God. After all, he got you, but you're not the only one that's going to come. Because from you, see, you came from God, from me, and from you nations are going to come. Fill the earth and the heavens with the glory of God. See, that's why it's important to, 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 to get the one. Because if God can get the one, it's, it's unlimited. It's unlimited. Just unlimited. Can you do more if you had more? Amen. Just take one dollar and prove God. Amen. Take one day and prove God. 
Take one prayer and prove God. Take one promise and prove God. Take one seed and prove God. Because if, because if God can make miracles happen with just the one, it never stays one. It'll never stay one. Why is this important? Because God's got to get us in that flow. And that flow has to grow. And it has to grow beyond just our natural understandings and ability to operate. This is a supernatural thing. God, we're not waiting on God. He's waiting on us to grow on up into this stuff and be willing to hear things like this. Amen. And give yourself permission because God has already built in a permission for you to prosper. Beyond your wildest dreams. He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, beyond all you ask or think of. Now listen. And he simply asks you to believe that. It's so, it's so easy to be self-satisfied and get smug with just, you know, I'm comfortable. That's all I want to do. I just don't want to do all that. And God says, but I need somebody that does. I need somebody that will, that will, that will go and grow with me. That will enlarge and expand. I need somebody that's sitting in a small place right now. But now on the inside, you can't be satisfied. Because on the inside, you know God is greater than that. The conflict is the smallness of my, of my situation is conflicting me. Because I see the greatness of a God who has said something to me. And I see the seed of that. I don't yet see the harvest of it. I've got to see a picture of the harvest because I'm just focusing on my smallness right now. But God says i got to get you out of that small realm, that small thinking, that small thing that limits you and closes in on you and causes you to, to, to doubt me. And to fear it will never happen. I need to bring you outside. And I need to show you. And so you can see what I'm saying to you. Because the, because the, the vision is a message that points to the manifestation. Glory be to God in heaven. I didn't mean to raise my voice. But I'm telling you this stuff right here. I mean, I've jumped from a, I have jumped from an eight cylinder. I mean, we're hitting on big twelves and they're bigger than a grapefruit, son. I mean, pa-poom, 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 pa-poom here. I feel the power of the living God in this. Why? You got to have a bigger thing to pull a bigger. Come on now. And there's a great work. There's a greater work. There's something more. Then you don't despise the day of small beginnings. See in the seed of the promise. Are you listening? You get, but you're going to have to get outside of where you are right now. You're going to have to get outside of your own self. You're going to have to embrace what God knows is his plans. That man walked by them stars come uh, walked through the, on the sand on the seashore, the dust of the earth, walked by them stars and went right into that tent and started complaining. See, when you got a dark cloud of depression, when you got a dark cloud of doubt, 
that you're operating under, you can walk right underneath the, the greatness of God. Never see it. Never be looking for it. Because you're looking inside of you. you got to look outside of you and look to the greater one. Now listen, he lives inside of you, but there's a different... He lives in a different space and grace than your own ability or lack thereof. Oh, I got to go. I've got to go. No, for real. I just, you know, that's enough. Whoo, Jesus, I feel that down on the, down all the way into my legs. My, I don't know, my legs are holding me right now. I'm telling you, there is, there is a release that God is wanting to get to you. To release you from and release you to. From the old to the new. Because it's a new thing. It's a new season. There's new soil. New seeds. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Amen. Well, let's praise the Lord for just a minute. Amen. Pastor Ron and Con saying, I'm going to take three more minutes here. These things are are going to if, if you'll get if you if you get it, there's a, there's just this perpetuation just a a, a propelling and a prep and a perpetuation and I'm going to tell you what now the listen these are. Oh, I used to I used to aim at that, but it was aiming too low. God, if I could if I could just catch a little glimpse of your glory. If I could just get a little relief. If I could just find even just to catch a little break and have some temporary. But I found out, boy, I'm telling you the things, the things that God is, when, 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 he, when he showed Abraham that. Now, God had dealt with Abraham many different times in many different ways. He's trying to grow him. He's growing in his faith. He's growing his faith to where when he showed him something, he said, now, See, you need to understand that what God says is permanent. It's forever. And I'll tell you what I'm discovering day by day, little by little, step by step, one by one. Boy, I mean... I mean, there's a permanent praise. There's a permanent praise. There's a permanent praise when you start possessing. (laughs) Generational blessing. There's a permanent praise. Oh, not just me, but my house. Not just me, but my house. 
because I'm in the flow and I'm going to let the floodgates loose. Hallelujah. Overwhelming, overcoming, overpowering, permanent. Amen. Glory be to God. The greatness of God is permanent. And I mean the glory of God is permanent. The goodness of God is permanent. I, I told Cindy, I said, I'm not expecting decrease. And it's funny because such a change because I've gone from, I did not realize that. But you know, uh, you, you know how much the world will indoctrinate you and you say, you know, well, see, uh, you know, two steps forward, three steps back. You get an expectation where, you know, it's just going to slip through your fingers. You're not going to be able to keep it. Oh, honey, you're going to keep it. And it's going to increase more and more until you've got so much you don't know what to do with. And God ain't going to ask you to give it all. Amen. Because the minute, if he did ask you to give it all, the minute you gave it all, he had more in mind. Here comes the more. Oh, today, we need to move from that one expectation. See? And we need to move to a greater expectation. I'm telling you, these things are not something we can paste on the outside of you. But it is simply God's light penetrating into those darkened places. Into those places where he hasn't shown before and say, I never thought of it that way. I never saw it like that. I just, I, 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 you know, but it, listen, if you can see the seed of it. In this seed is the DNA. And God's going to, listen, there comes a point in time if it finds, if a seed finds good soil, you can't see it explode, but it explodes with growth in the right environment and circumstance and situation. God makes it grow. He releases the life that he put in that seed. Can you see the seed of that today? Can you? How many of you in here that way? Yeah, I need you. I need you to respond to God. Don't have to come up here, but I'm going to tell you what. If any of this makes any kind of sense, and you want it to make even more sense to you, Amen. You're seeing the seed of it, but I'm telling you, listen now. Some of you, something went off on the inside of you. Light went went boom on the inside of you. Amen. Well, I'm going to tell you what. We're going. God's going to develop that. God's going to develop that. Get used to that. Because I mean, you know, uh, you're going to have a whole lot of happy moments. I mean, you'll be sitting there and God will just go boom. He'll release, wor- he'll release words to you. They'll change everything. Because the end of that, remember he said, listen now. He goes, I'll turn things around for you. I'm going to turn things around for you. We're going to turn from what was old, and we're going to turn to all the new I have for you. I feel the Holy Ghost. Father, in the name of Jesus, everyone that will believe it can receive it, and I loose it right now. I declare this seed to go into the soil that has been prepared and into this in this wonderful season father that you have decided and you have secured in Jesus name and I thank you Lord it will result in some permanent praise there will be some forever things that we will we will forever praise you 
over what you're doing in these days right now, right here. Over what's happening in our midst. Well, what's happening in me? Say, what's happening in me right now will be a permanent praise to God. We'll give glory and honor and be part of his story for my life. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I to praise him right now. Thank you, Lord, for the new. Thank you, Lord, for the new. I loose the new, God. I thank you that every day will be a delight of the discovery of the decisions and the destiny and the direction and the determinations that you have made over our lives. I thank you everywhere we look, the blessing, the blessing, the blessing, the empowerments to prosper beyond our natural ability. Everywhere we look, opportunities, great doors of opportunities, and we will be rich with options, God, to capture the potentials of those possibilities. And you will give us people for our lives, Master. Oh, we'll be so happy, so happy with you. So happy with the life you've put together for us. God, I say every person under the sound of my voice, by this time next year, if they'll get the plan in hand, if they'll lean on your heart and get it in their heart, then God, they'll have an expectancy that from your hand to their hand there'll be a manifestation and their lives will not look anything like they do today because we're standing on the edge of the old and we're standing on the prefaces of the brand new thing that you have for each and every one of them. And I declare, oh God, that they will come together all the parts and all the pieces into a wholeness like we've never known before and into a focus like we've never seen before and that you will be able to use us like you've never used us before in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the master plan from the master's hand being worked and may we live under the hands of God. Shape us and mold us afresh in a new old God. Shape our hearts and shape our lives. Shape our thoughts into agreement with your great thoughts for our life. We commit our works unto you. We commit our way unto you. So let our thoughts and our plans be established in keeping with your thoughts and your plans. I thank you, Father. Oh, I thank you they're going to hear things they've never heard, things they've never seen before. They're going to be moved like they've never been moved before. They're going to be ignited and excited like they've never been ignited or excited before in the name of Jesus. Well, if you can believe it, say, God, I will take the time to get the plan in hand over the course of this transition from all the old into all the brand new. God, it's brand new. I need to hear from you. Oh, God, I need to see you. I need to see the new. And, God, I'm going to be listening. I'm going to be looking. I am expecting. Oh, God, set an expectation. 
set an expectation from the decrease to the increase. Set an expectation from the limitedness of the natural to the to the to the unlimitedness of the supernatural. Set an expectation that we can do all things through Christ who gives us the strength. Set an expectation that we will leave behind all the I can'ts and the limitness of who we are as natural men and women, but we will have an expectation to become what we believe in you, to become what you created us to be. Say, I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength who strengthens me on the inside that hidden man of the heart say I can hear him I can see him all more clearly than ever I thank you Father you have given me the ability I am empowered with divine capacity and divine capability to be used by you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Pastor Run, you're going to hear heaven's songs, melodies. Thank you, Lord. Eight, eight little, really seven, but eight little notes and arrangements. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, there's going to be an unction to function. That you won't have, listen to me now, that you cannot have men teach you. It, it's beyond the teachings of men. It's the empowerment of the Holy Ghost. And it's unique and it's special and it's, it's, it's going to smell different on you than it smells on somebody else. But it's going to be a sweet, sweet fragrance. People are going are gonna to get around you and, 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 and they're going to smell the, seat, the sweetness of God. The anointing. The anointed one and his... Uh, Anointing. You just don't know how you know. You just know. You don't know how how you see that. You just see it. You don't you don't know how you could do that. You couldn't do that, but he did that. He just did that. He just did that. Are you open to that? I'm telling you, it's new. It's new. New measure. New measure. New measure. New measure. Amen. Say, I am. Anointed. I have been graced. I have been placed. And he's rubbing this in right now. He's not just pouring it on me. He's rubbing this in. It's not just going to come on me. It's going to be in me. I'm, 
I'm, I'm saturated. Say, I'm saturated. I'm being saturated with the favor of God. I'm being, being saturated with the blessing and the favor of God for what he's called me to do. For what he's called me to. For what he's called me to. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.